On the watch list, let's bring in our next uh, guests, and that's the panel. We've got Dryden Pence, the Chief Investment Officer at Pence Capital Management, and Doug Astrop, a Managing Partner at Exponential Investment Partners. Thanks for joining us today, guys. We're talking FANG stocks, the ones that are keeping this market afloat, it seems like, lately. But uh, if, you, if you look at this, Dryden, on a you know stock-by-stock -stock outlook here, you're seeing a little bit of a di divergence so far in 2021. Amazon, Netflix, relatively flat on the year but then you've got Facebook and Google up sharply. Where do you see the opportunities, perhaps maybe uh, to, on the short side for some of these ones that have outperformed, or do you expect some catch-up uh, with the underperformers? Well, thank you for having me on, and it's good to see you, Tom. But I, I think that more the, if there's an opportunity, uh, it's more of an opportunity of looking at the underperformers, uh, things beginning to catch up. Because I think if you look at these holdings, you have companies uh, that are now being treated almost like stables. I mean, when you take a look at, at the average of, of the of the P.E. ratios, they're kind of be these technology companies that are part of the cloud. And like I always say, the cloud makes it rain. When you take a look at these companies, they're being treated a little bit like staples. They're kind of close to a PE of Procter & Gamble, yet they have three to five times earnings growth, uh, a, a greater level of earnings growth in the years going forward. So I think we're in an environment where some of the companies that have lagged in this actually have an opportunity uh, to, to begin to catch up as people understand both the stability that they're really part of our life. I mean, the, the cloud and all of these companies are the infrastructure of the world economy going forward. We all have to have them. So I think you're more in a case, to answer your question directly, you're more in a case of some of these companies that have, have kind of been a little slower uh, to accumulate during the, the rest of this year to be in a more catch-up mode uh, as opposed to trying to take a look at any short positions on anybody else. And Dryden set us up perfectly here, Doug, because I looked at some of your notes and I tweeted something out about Amazon today where uh, the stock is down about 15, 16% from its recent highs, post earnings. It guided a little bit softer, you know, oversold on a technical level uh, here. But if you look at this, You've got Google, Alphabet, and you've got Facebook doing really well this year on digital advertising uh, spend out there is uh, really helping these companies. But Amazon's getting in there. What do you think here of Amazon uh, as it's lagging? Absolutely, Tom, great to see you. And uh, Dryden set it up perfectly. We agree with everything he said. Um, it's been a bit, little baffling how Amazon has not performed very well this year. It's it's actually down a little bit year to date, down 10% in the last month. And we think that's really simply because they've decided to reinvest in their business a bit more than some of these other companies. And maybe that spooked people a little bit. But anytime Amazon uh, is stuck in a trading range like this, it's always been a fantastic buying opportunity. Uh, the company sells for about three to four times sales, which is very cheap relative to the other FANG names. And, you know, this is the dominant retailer. They are all about uh, delivering what the customer wants, and the customers love the service. And um, we think this is the definitely the number one buy right now in this space because it hasn't done much this year. And, and as we pointed out, that's always been a great buying opportunity. So we would definitely uh, be, be buying Amazon here. Uh, this is a great entry point.
All right, and uh, Dryden, we've got uh, you know maybe some regulatory issues coming down the pipeline. Which of these Fang names is probably most susceptible to that? I mean, we've got Facebook. It seems like in the news once a week uh, that whether it's the EU or the UK or just here domestically coming down on hard on these companies, but it doesn't seem to phase investors at this point. Well, I, I think you bring up Facebook from having a regulatory risk, and I think of the companies that are there, probably it has the greatest regulatory risk uh, in both its dominance and its circumstance and how it does. But also, I do believe that if you looked at Facebook and, and, and they come in and say, boy, you have to break this thing up into two or three different things, uh, you basically are just going to unleash two or three other companies that can continue to uh, to grow and, and be dominant in their markets. I mean, so when they broke up Standard Oil, all they did was create a whole bunch of very successful companies. And I think that, that when you look at Facebook at that risk, that's probably uh, the, the very long structure, if they're headed in that direction, I think you still kind of look at it in a positive light. Where it is currently is, you know, you have this headline risk. Every day it's something new. Every day it's something different that they're trying to, to deal with them on. But in the end, you're looking at a, a third of the globe is spending time on, on Facebook mm -hmm. every month. So I think that you have something that, again, this is the infrastructure of the global economy. And it's grown so fast, regulators are not quite sure how do we deal with this? Right. But I don't think it's a, it's a company that's gonna go away. It's one that's gonna continue to adapt and, and work its way around uh, multiple regulatory uh, circumstances on multiple continents with multiple governments. Yeah. Uh, but it's not something that goes away. Got it. And uh, Doug, if you look at this, and I looked at your notes, and Netflix is one that, and I think a lot of people want to kick, kick Netflix out of the fang names anyway. Uh, tell me what, what you're thinking about here with Netflix. Yeah, th that would definitely be out of that group to us, the one with the most risk. And it's not regulatory risk in this case, it's competitive risk. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the streaming business is really heated up lately. It's becoming very competitive. Uh, everybody's moving into that space. Disney proved that um, they, with the right content, right. you can quickly establish a competitive threat to the other players. And Disney's done that with their incredible, unique content. And so that's going to get uh, harder and harder for Netflix to be the dominant player. Uh, Discovery and Warner are merging, mm -hmm. and they're going to be a, a big threat. And just to give you an example of what's going on, Amazon bought is buying MGM to bolster their library. Right. And um, Netflix has just announced they're going to spend 400 plus million on two sequels to Knives Out, a very modest film. Okay. So that's what they're going to be facing in years to come is expensive content. All right, guys. Great conversation here. Thank you very much.